Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. Another lovely episode for you, beginning a new week. We're now officially in, I believe, the second week now of the new year. It's 2022. Um, what originally started as 15 days to, uh, I don't want to say it, has now turned into almost two years of madness. But hey, for those of you who have kept your head on straight, you're doing what you need to do. And like many other people, you've found a way to thrive during these times, okay? I want to talk about something uh, very special today, very important, and it may seem very basic and kind of common, but I think we need to attack this at a different angle. First and foremost, shout out to Team BC, my real estate team, which now has an investment division as well with wholesaling. Join teambc.com or the link in my link tree on Instagram. If you want to find out more information, shout out to Modern Success, my coaching program. I may be changing the name soon of the coaching program. It's time to shake things up. If you guys are interested in joining, you can set up a call to talk to Alden if you're very serious or if you want to sign up straight away, go to briancasella.com where you can check that out or any other things like my products and my events. All right, let's begin. Luck. I want to talk about luck. Okay, luck. I have big issues with this word and I don't like it. And it's something that has been so embedded into our culture, I can't stand it. Luck. Luck implies that something is happening that was like a blessing for you, but it's out of your control. If you really break it down for a second, I don't agree with that. I believe that, let's say you're walking down the street and a uh, paper blows onto your leg and that quote inspires you to then go on and write a book or do something, right? And that was the catalyst or you bump into somebody on the street and uh, whatever, or somebody calls you and you happen to pick up the phone or something like that, right? I don't call that luck because there's a reason you picked up that phone call. There's, there was a reason you were out on the street walking that day. It wasn't like there was no thought in it. You said, I'm going for a walk for exercise or to go here or go there. You were intentional. And because you took a measured action, it was predetermined, which it always is. Boom. You came across an opportunity. You met that person, whatever, 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 right? Blah, blah, blah. You understand where it goes from there. How is that luck? Now, some people will argue with me. Well, you're wrong. Okay. We can make an argument either way. I agree with that. I'll give you that. However, which one is more empowering to you and which one puts you in the driver's seat of life and allows you to create the life that you want at a higher degree? Your definition, if you oppose what I just said, or mine? I'll wait. Because in choosing your own adventure like this, or in the event that I can decide the meaning from a mental standpoint, I'm always going to choose the belief or philosophy that moves me forward, that helps me progress. Why would I choose to believe something that makes it more difficult for me to process life, to understand it, to achieve what I want and have a more pleasant and fulfilling existence for the short time that we're here? Why would I ever choose that? Does that make any sense? Now, why would you because other people shame you and say you can't think that way or talk that way. And you fall into the group think or the pressure, the peer pressure, the bully, right? The smear campaign, the attack of character that they go through, right? Until you reach a certain level. 
But in that beginning part, it's tough because you're used to responding to people a certain way. You're used to, you know, acting in accordance to certain social norms and that kind of stuff. And now here I come from left field and tell you, forget luck, fuck luck. And you may agree with it, but then you take it to other people and they're like, oh, you're crazy. Like when I bring up some of these concepts and how I think about it very quickly, it's, oh, you're off your rocker. You've lost it. Or, oh, you're on drugs. And some of the stupid shit that fucking trolls say. What, I can't think outside of the norm without fucking being on drugs? Are you kidding me? Like, are people that dense in their head to where they can't fathom somebody having a different perspective or thinking differently? And you actually applying their logic and reason to question things. That now makes me crazy or a drug user? Guarantee you those same people eat bullshit, drink alcohol, you're poisoning yourself. You're the one on drugs, not me. Have you ever stopped to think that, Mr. Troll or Mrs. Troll? All right. Now, it's rare that I get comments like that, but it still fascinates me because I know even though I only get that comment from that one person, other people think that way. And I'm like, yo, like with this definition of luck or, you know, bringing a different angle to a subject, there's a good chunk of people who wouldn't even consider what I said because they've trapped themselves mentally into a box to where, listen to this, to where even considering my concept is an indication of crazy or lunacy or drug addiction. Now, we as human beings, wherever you fall on the spectrum, we all look at those things like crazy, I don't want to be crazy, right? Drug addict, I don't want to be a drug addict, right? Those are things that we dislike states that we want to stay away from things that we want to avoid and never fall into traps right so if this person associates my thinking again pay attention here my thinking and my concepts in that they are therefore admitting without even knowing that they'll never even consider deriving how i'm thinking like that arriving at that conclusion considering adopting that belief or philosophy and questioning things and looking at it from a different perspective, they'll never even entertain that. Okay. How can I parallel this in a very simple way? You can never become what you hate. This is why the hater who despises the person who has money or has more success than them will never achieve that stuff. Why? How are you going to become what you hate? How are you going to accomplish wealth and riches and all that other stuff that that particular person may talk shit about, right? You hate it. You don't want to become that. You will literally stop yourself from becoming that, even if you have the potential because of the state that you're in mentally, how you've compartmentalized that in your mind, how you view the subject, the concepts that you're working with and ideas, they're all erroneous. That formula that that person formulated and put in their mind equals the opposite of what they want without them even realizing it. These are all unconscious processes operating all the time, which is why I always tell you, you got to stop and look at these everyday innocent things like luck. Because then people will say it. I always stop them and correct them. No, that wasn't luck. That wasn't luck. I earned it, not luck. Now I don't say it in a confrontational way, but I make sure to make a comment because maybe I drop that seed that gets that person to think or at least think twice the next time they want to tell somebody it was lucky. Right? And again, it's dangerous to your mind, because it's said so innocently, and your guard isn't up when things are said and mentioned innocently. So it penetrates and it gets through. 
You're not going to listen to and consider subject matter and ideas from somebody or someone that you reject completely or don't like or don't align with. But it's the ones close to you that you open up your ears and your mind to that make those little innocent comments that penetrate the depths of your mind and affect your psyche. And then you're wondering what's going on because you don't tie that suffering and anguish in with somebody close to you making an innocent comment. You're looking at more bigger things or more broad things. You're not considering that. This is why we have to be extremely careful. So look at this thing. Luck, does it actually exist? I'm here to challenge it. I don't think so. Because I feel it was by design that you ran into that person or that piece of paper hit you or whatever it is. No matter which way we slice it, if we want to talk about the law of attraction and all that, it means that we put ourselves based on our thoughts, ideas, and actions, thought processes, what we spoke about to manifest that moment. We literally paved the path to get there because we took actions and did certain things to put ourselves in that position at that one place at that one time for that one thing to happen. I don't think it was luck. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I know this type of thinking has led me to where I'm at today and continues to move me forward at a very rapid pace. Another thing attached to it, like I mentioned earlier with the person making the the comment, the innocent comment, oh, they got lucky or you got lucky, is I feel like you are not given the credit when people say that or believe that. Maybe you did work hard. I believe your hard work should be acknowledged as such. I don't believe that we should just chalk it up to luck. And oh, well, you know. And again, it doesn't matter if it's me. I'll do that for anybody. You know, it should be acknowledged as such. It's hard work. You earned it, man. Good for you, right? We need to make that more normal. We will enable people to beat themselves up because we pat them on the back. But when somebody gives themselves even just credit, just do credit for something they actually did, not exaggerating or anything like that, we kick them in the back and in the stomach. Oh, get off your high horse. It's like, no. What do you mean high horse? He accomplished it. He bought the Lamborghini. He achieved the million dollars in sales or whatever it is. Clap for the man. He achieved it. Give him his moment of recognition because he earned it. And he did it. He's not saying he did something that he didn't. He's acknowledging himself for his hard work. There's nothing wrong with giving yourself praise. I've talked about that for a long time. Right? That, that is severely in today's society out of whack and out of balance. It's okay to beat yourself up but it's not okay to give yourself any credit. It's wrong. They should both be in equal proportions. You, sh you should and must be your harshest critic, but also your biggest fan. And a lot of people miss that. When you do that correctly, you start moving forward a lot more efficiently and a lot better and other people's opinions and, and comments don't affect you as much. Because if, you're gonna, if they're going to criticize you, no one's criticism is as deep and as penetrating as your own. However, if anybody claps for you, gives you credit, you're your biggest fan, not someone else. And there's nothing wrong with it, right? If you don't believe me and you still may think, oh, it's egotistical, try it out for a week and tell me your self-esteem doesn't improve because I'm not hurting anybody else by doing this. By no means am I saying, go out and beat your chest and tell everybody you're better than them. No, this is for your own personal and self-acknowledgement. That's it. Leave it at that. That's all you need. But imagine telling yourself, I earned it. I work my ass off. Every day in every way, it's getting better and better. And all these mantras versus, 
well, you know, I'd love to give myself credit, but I just, you know, lady luck was on my side. I just got lucky. Like what? To me, that's very disempowering to speak that way. And I never encourage anybody to talk down to themselves. Remember your own voice. If you haven't known this or heard me say this, your own voice is the most influential and hypnotic to you, your own voice. So if you talk down to yourself, you're literally influencing yourself negatively. Why would we do that? You already get that enough from the world, the news, social media, and every other outlet. You get bombarded with bullshit and negativity literally 24-7. I mean, just look at what's happening right now with this virus. Everybody should 24-7, right? You open up YouTube. I literally have specifically said, I don't want to see this shit. And it pops up every time, all those videos and all those banners on Facebook and then the ads that you can't skip or about it. It's like, dude, I don't want to see this shit anymore. Stop. So why would I now at the personal level, at the self level, introduce more of that crap when I get enough from the outside, some of which I cannot control, right? It's out of my control. One thing I want to add to this that I, that I think is like the sprinkle on top, right? You know, the, the sprinkles on the cupcake, right? Or the frosting on the cake is this. You've heard sayings like, um, when preparation meets opportunity, that's luck or something like that, right? My thing is this, instead of thinking about it as luck, think about it as your, your break or your just due for the effort that you're putting in. So if anything, if you want to activate this and you still want to think about it from the perspective of luck, add some aggressiveness to what you're doing. A lot of bad rap has been put around that word as of late, which blows my mind because being aggressive is nothing negative. Being aggressive is getting after it, going after what you want without apology, which there's nothing wrong with. Right? Refamiliarize yourself and reestablish the grounds and relationship that you have with these particular terms and words. It will change your life. Be more aggressive with yourself. Be more aggressive with the world. Be more aggressive in your pursuit for your goals and happiness and everything else. Then you're going to find yourself getting luckier because you're going to put yourself more often in these positions. I'm, I'm a little bit scared to talk to that client. Well, I'm going to kick up the aggression. Let's go. Let's move forward. Oh, I'm hesitating doing it. Let's get aggressive with myself. Let's go, man. I'm going to grab that paper and pen and start writing aggressively. I don't care if I break the paper. At least I'm doing it, right? Add a little oomph to what you're doing. I'm going to get a little bit more aggressive when I work out. That'll help me get some more reps and get a better workout. Damn straight. I mean, be more aggressive in my accountability, not only for myself, but for others and the people around me. Let me push them a little bit. Let's go. People are going to appreciate that. You're going to become better. That's also going to bring more energy into your system. Our bodies are self-generators of energy. You can summon energy immediately through breath, through mental work, through meditation. It's incredible. We don't need energy drinks and all that garbage, which I'll save for another episode. We're a generator, a power plant of energy. It's incredible what the human body can do. And this emotion of aggression the state that we put ourselves in is magical and it generates energy. It's almost like taking a couple deep breaths. Boom, you're ready to go. You ever sleepy? 
do five super deep breaths where you breathe all the way in and then aggressively blow all, all the air out and do that five times in a row and then hold it each time for a little bit. And then tell me you're still sleepy. Forget it. Forget it. Sprinkle a little bit of aggression into your day, into what you do and watch. And again, ag aggression isn't beating your chest, punch, punching people, pushing people, yelling at people, right? That's not, that's not aggression. Okay. I'm even going to do you guys a favor and look up the word right now to tell you, to see how many, um, here we go. Now, one of the definitions is this. It says ready or likely to attack or confront. <laughs> okay. That's one form of it, right? Here's another one. P pursuing one's aims and interests forcefully. I like that one, right? That's, that's better. I'm going to go with that one. What does everybody do? They jump on the first one. Now, I don't know if that's always been the definition, but look at the second one. Pursuing one's aims and in, in interests forcefully. I want force behind what I do. Motion requires force. There we go. That's science. I want force. I want to pursue my aims. Right? My aims and interests forcefully. I love that. Let's do it. How come you're not doing it? Well, it makes other people uncomfortable. Good. Good. You want to achieve a lot, you're going to make a ton of people uncomfortable. And if that's your stopping point, man, you're really going to hold yourself back. But go after what you want and don't apologize for it. Stop apologizing to people. Oh, excuse me, sir. Oh, I'm sorry to bother you. You're not bothering anybody. And why are you excusing yourself? Hey, question. Hey, sir, that's how you approach and talk to somebody. Not, oh, uh, 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 I'm, I'm sorry to bother you. Are you kidding me? That's not somebody, you know, going after their aims and purposes. That's somebody tiptoeing around, walking on eggshells. Good luck. See how the world responds to you if you do that versus just showing up with a little bit of aggression, right? Cool. All right, guys, appreciate you tuning in. We'll end the episode here. I also want to announce real quick on my website as well is the Rebirth of the Titans. This is a new event that I'm hosting, which will be um, January 28th, I believe. Yes, January 28th and 29th online and in person at my office in Miami. I will also be recording it and giving every attendee a recording as well. This one's going to be more focused on leadership, building systems, scaling, right? Also the individual level of leadership and building your character and embodying a lot of the traits that make you a better leader, which I think everybody needs. Okay. That's it for this one, guys. Appreciate you listening. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.